welcome back into the pod, folks. Um, I feel like I need to um, address this, and it is semi-political. So if you're not in the mood right now for that, it's not 100% political, but there is a political slant to it. And if you're not in the mood, just stop. Don't listen. Come back to it if you ever want to. Don't come back to it if you don't want to. I get it. Everybody needs to take breaks. And we all need to take in information when we can. And sometimes you're just not ready for it. Um, You know, with the January 6th hearings going on, a lot of things are coming up. And by things, I mean not only just things that happened surrounding that day and those that were preparing for that day and what they did, et cetera, et cetera. It just highlights, once again, the malignant narcissist problem. Okay? Now, remember that malignant narcissism is not like you date a guy who's totally into himself and can't walk by a mirror without flexing and thinks he's God's gift to women. It's not that. Or a woman who thinks she's God's gift to the world or whatever. It's not that. We all have some narcissism in us and that's normal. It doesn't color everything we do. It doesn't color all of our relationships. It doesn't, um, you know, give us a lack of empathy or care or real emotion. It's just something that's part, a small part of a human being's personality. Okay. And to that end, pretty normal. But malignant narcissists are really a kind of mentally ill person. And what these hearings are bringing up and showing to me as a child survivor of a mother who was a malignant narcissist is it shows all of the parts of how their malignancy negatively affects the people around them. Now, for the most part, that's their family and friends, their job, whatever. But when it's someone in a high-powered position, like President of the United States, it becomes an absolute danger, a significant danger to everyone in the country and possibly the world. So what we've been learning is that just like my mother would have, any means necessary to continue to live in that bubble, that reality that malignant narcissists create for themselves. Their world is created by them and their constant need for attention and being the center of attention. Now, everybody's the center of attention sometimes, right? Your birthday, 
your public speaking, you're teaching a jazzercise class, but you're not the center of attention at all times. Not everything is about you. And we all know that because we're adults. And we may have moments when, I know I have, when you would like to be the center of attention, but you're not. But when you realize you're not, I personally don't throw the hissy fit of a lifetime and start screaming and acting violently and whatever. Okay? Because I'm an adult and I'm processing my emotions and... While I might want something, I don't always get it. And that's okay. Because again, I'm an adult. And as Ms. Cheney reminded us yesterday, he is an adult. He is not an impressionable child. He is not someone that you should be making provision for in a way that is like you would with a toddler. You know, if you have a a young child, you're not going to tell them that you're going to Disney months before you go to Disney because they're going to ask you every day if you're going to Disney because their space and time is different for them. They're little. They don't know how to process their emotions. You might tell them no, and they might throw themselves on the ground screaming and yelling because they're little. And they're still learning how to process their emotions. But a 76-year-old man should not be throwing a hissy fit and trying to overthrow the government because he got told no. Capiche? So people around him trying to appease him by allowing him to go on and on and on with the things he was doing, putting our democracy literally in peril because someone told him no or they were afraid to tell him no or they tried to tell him no and he was just like that's wrong and then just giving up on telling him no even though that was reality okay is insane except with a malignant narcissist that's the way it goes Because you're trying to burst the bubble. If you burst the bubble, you are a heretic. I'm going to pretend I don't know you, even if you're my child. I'm going to tell you that you're the worst horrible person in the world. I'm going to scream obscenities at you. I'm going to potentially try to hurt you and shut you up and make you stop talking. Because I don't want to hear no. I don't want you to burst my bubble. I don't want to be told I can't have something do something, be something. Okay? Because you're bursting my bubble because in my mind, in my mind, I am the president and I will remain president and no one can tell me I'm not going to because I won't allow it. Now, you might say to yourself, that is insane and you would be right. It is. But that's what living with a malignant narcissist is. It's insane. Okay? It's insane. And why is it insane? It's insane 
because they cannot handle the truth. Okay? They can't handle the truth because it doesn't fit with the narrative and the world they've built in their head. For instance, for my mother, that was her being a perfect parent and my brother and I having a perfect childhood where the reality is that we were ripped out of our hometown, the only place we had ever known for literally no reason other than the selfishness of my mother and my stepfather. It was also illegal because my parents had a divorce decree in place, which said that she could not take us out of the state. She was supposed to go to court and get permission. She did not do that. So we were literally kidnapped, according to the state of California, legally kidnapped, well, illegally kidnapped, I should say, but in the legal sense, kidnapped. Um, I was sexually, mentally, and physically abused. My brother was mentally and physically abused from literally the second my stepfather moved into our house. My mother did not care. She saw all of it, all of it, and did nothing. Did nothing. Didn't even try to stop him, um, reduce our suffering. Um, didn't even, I don't know. The only thing she tried to do when we were adults and my grandfather had passed was she gave us money. So like she tried to buy us off and then she asked for all the money back. It's like, bitch, no. Okay. Um, so those are the kinds of things that malignant narcissists do. They just ignore anything that doesn't fit with their narrative. Okay, so the abuse did not fit my mother's narrative of her being a perfect parent and us having a perfect childhood. And those were the words she used. Perfect. Not good childhood, whatever. Perfect. I did not have a perfect childhood. The first five years of my life, I would say, were a wonderful childhood. Um... And when I was at my private school and even when my parents were divorced, even though I was getting sexually assaulted and mentally abused by my stepfather, you know, everything else was, was good. Um, but perfect. No, I was being sexually assaulted as a small child by the person, my step, my mother married my stepfather, the person she brought into our house, the pedophile abuser that she married. But of course, she doesn't consider that. No. Could my mother have gotten out of it? Absolutely. My grandfather had considerable means and had two homes and she could have lived in, we could have lived in one at no charge and my mother could have gotten herself on her feet. Absolutely. But no, that's not what a malignant narcissist does. My mother wanted attention. My stepfather was abusive to us in many ways and so she felt like, yeah, this is good Be because he's being kind to me and I don't care what he acts like to my kids. That's how she thought about it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's about her. It's not about us. It's not about the fact that we suffered. It's not about the fact that we were abused 
No, it's about her. Yeah, absolutely about her. And the reality is that's how the 45th president operates. So when he said nothing, when Jamal Khashoggi was murdered by the Saudis, it's because Jared, his son-in-law, wanted to do business with them and they treated him like a king. So he thought they were fine because they treated him well. So what's the problem? And you might say today, well, Joe Biden's over there. Joe Biden is not over there kissing the ass of Saudi Arabia. He's over there to try to convince them, along with the professionals that work for him, to release more of the oil that they are holding back to literally make him look bad in the eyes of Americans. He's trying to get them to release oil so that you and I can pay even less for gas. It's not the same fucking thing. So stop acting like it is, because it's not. Okay? Additionally, 45 literally decided that Muslims should not come into this country right after he got elected. I have a staff member who worked with a woman in a school in America and she is legally here, legally, and she was kept out of the country because he just arbitrarily decided, I hate Muslims and they got to stay out of the country right now. The chaos, do you remember the chaos that ensued at airports and borders and everywhere else because people were like, what? I just got on a plane from my parents' home in wherever and I can't get back into my home country? What are you talking about? Because, yeah, he seemed like, oh, that's good for me. Yeah, people will be happy that I did that, so I'm doing it. Don't worry about the consequences. Not worried about how many people it's going to hurt. Just, is it good for me? Yeah, okay, do it. And that's how they think. Is it good for me? Yeah, okay, then I'm going to do it. Well, a bunch of people might die. Mm, Okay. I mean, if that's what has to happen, as long as it's good for me, then I'm going to do it. Absolutely. That's what's going to happen. I'm doing it and damn the torpedoes. And that would go for everything. Remember that. So if it is going to hurt you, he's going to do it because it's good for him. And that is how a narcissist thinks literally and figuratively. Absolutely. If my stepfather had said he didn't want kids in the house, I would probably not be speaking to you right now. Parts of my body would have probably been found in the woods of Montana 20 years after I was murdered, either by my mother or my stepfather. Just because it didn't serve her purposes to have us. It's, it ended up serving her purpose to have us because my stepfather had slaves to do all of his work. Um, growing up, we were not allowed to sleep past seven o'clock. Um, most of you, um, as teenagers probably lounged around in bed or slept until noon. 
Um, I was actually visiting a friend the other day and her, her kids were getting up at around 1230. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just, I never got to do that. I had to be up at seven o'clock and if I wasn't going to school, I mean, I was up for school early, but if I wasn't going to school, I was made to work around the house or go into the woods and cut cords of wood with my stepfather and get raped and get beaten and every other thing. Um, you know, that's just, we were not allowed to sleep in. We were not to, allowed to lay on the couch and watch television. We had to sit up at attention because my stepfather said laying down watching watching TV makes you lazy. And then my mother used to scream at me for being a workaholic. And it's like, well, this is what you allowed your husband to create. So what are you complaining about? Seriously, what are you complaining about? My mother, I'm sure, was happy that my dad and my stepfather fought over her initially because she cheated on my dad. And uh, my dad found out when she tried to commit suicide and both of those guys showed up at the hospital. I don't know how my stepfather found out. He wasn't my stepfather at the time. Um, I ran to a neighbor to get help and obviously they called my dad, but I don't know how my stepfather showed up there. Literally no clue. Um, I'm going to get, I'm going to guess, and it's a guess that one of our neighbors knew my mother had a boyfriend and, um, called him. I don't know. That's my guess. I don't know who else would have done it. I, I didn't know who this guy was. Um, and I'm sure she was enjoying them fighting over her. Because they apparently, according to my aunt, they had a fight. And that's what happened. And I... <laughs> people think it sounds insane. And of course it does. I, I agree with that. I agree with you if you feel like this all sounds crazy. But it is the way it is with malignant narcissists. Because they literally must be the center of attention. The center of the universe. And when someone tells them they are not, they will go wild, crazy to stop you. Because they literally cannot handle it. They can't handle it. And it's very sad. It was very sad to have to be raised like that. Because my dad was an amazing person who loved us unconditionally, who would never treat us like that, not in a million gazillion years. He, if he knew the abuse we were suffering, he would have literally killed my stepfather. And I mean, literally, literally killed him. And my mother, on the other hand, nope, didn't, didn't bother her at all. No, what's the problem? It's not affecting me. I'm not being abused, so why should I care? And this is the thing about 45, is that he wanted to remain in power. And so if he had to burn down the entire country to get it, that's what he was going to do. People died on January 6th. We all know that. People died. If you think he cares about any one of those people, you are insane. He doesn't care about his own children. He does not have empathy 
or real love or any of those emotions. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know if it's missing in the brain or where it is. I'm going to guess it's somewhere in the brain because isn't that where your conscience is or your empathy or your real feelings of love and things like that? Isn't that where it comes from? If it is, then they're missing that part. Is it a certain lobe of the brain that is maybe damaged or or genetically damaged? Because trust me when I tell you, they don't have it. My mother, if my stepfather had come back from a, a day out in the woods cutting wood with my brother and I, and he had come back without us, and my mother had said, where are the, where are the kids? And my stepfather had said, well, you know, I don't know. They, they ran off or I accidentally killed them. My mother probably would have been like, all right. I mean, honestly, I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating this. I don't think it's funny. It's taken years of therapy for me to be able to talk about it and not start bawling and get into the fetal position. Like, I don't think this is funny at all. I don't take it lightly at all. But it, those are the facts, man. Those are the facts. Malignant narcissists don't care about their own families. That's why they're generally cheaters on their spouses. Look at him. It's three or four times. I can't even keep up. As far as we know, he has kids with three or four different women. It could be more. We don't know. Okay. These are people that don't care how their actions affect others. They literally do not care. They couldn't be bothered to care. At all. Ever. It's not going to change. They're not going to get better. They're not going to understand how their actions affect others. They're just going to go forward. And if it's good for them, they're going to do it. And if it's not good for them, they're not going to do it. But they're not going to consider you, me, their children, their families, people over there, people over here. They're not going to consider anyone but themselves. Not anyone. And until people understand how dangerous that is in a world... um, wide situation like a presidency then we're going to be doomed to repeat what has happened and what has happened is that we came within a razor's edge of losing our entire country and everything that all of us hold dear and that is a frightening frightening thing And I don't know how we made it through it as much as we did, but we did. And thank God we did because it could have been completely tragic, absolutely tragic for our country. And by the grace of God, we made it. 
And so what I would say to you is when you're watching these hearings, and if you're not watching them, watch them on replay. If you aren't able to watch them because they're on when you work or whatever, listen with the filter of knowing that that is malignant narcissism. And it is one of the most dangerous kinds of people. And they aren't to be played with. They aren't to be, oh, I can fix that. I, it'll be fine. You know, they're in a relationship with me, so it'll be better. No, that's what every single one of his wives thought. My mother probably would have kept going if my stepfather had died when they, a few years into their marriage, she would have moved on to somebody else. Because attention, must have attention at all times. And that is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Thank you.